Hey everybody, it's Porter here. Tom. And Daniel Tyson. And we just want to take a minute before this episode aired to kind of explain some things and let you guys know what's up. Currently going through a little bit of a transitional period and uh, we're switching studios. And uh, the thing is, is our, our soundboard went out and we had some little problems with our last session. Yeah. And, um... Your ears might bleed. Yeah, that's the thing, is we uh, we debated about what to do. You know, it's it's listenable, but... Um, it's not the quality you've come to expect. Exactly. But also... It's, it's, not, pre- it's not bad, though. No, it's, it, but it's, it's also the last episode in Summer Rain Studios. So, you know, we talked about it and we thought, well, we're going to let this one ride and give this little disclaimer before the episode starts. Um, so the good news, because you're hearing me now, you're hearing us all now, is thanks to our patrons, we were able to grab a brand new soundboard and this is the quality we're hoping to expect from the future. Yeah, it's much better now. Yep. Um, if anything, it's only going to get better. Yeah, we yeah we are currently here in Studio B with the new soundboard to currently unnamed Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> fine-tuning it all i mean yeah. we've, we've been sitting here for a couple hours and we're fine-tuning it so so this is ideally the worst we're ever gonna sound in this studio that's, that's fingers the hope. crossed yeah, yeah. That's the hope. <laughs> don't jinx us now Fuck. <laughs> we even started i'm already it's gonna come with a new set of curses oh boy <laughs> but we we wanted to let you guys know what was up you know um to explain the audio and our decision to let it ride anyway and again to thank our patrons yeah thanks to all of you it, it's such a big deal because without you we might be without an episode for the next few weeks we'd have been in trouble yeah, yeah. Because... or you would have been getting this audio that you're about to hear for a bit yeah and not what we yeah. want to bring yeah. you guys all that. it's not bad audio but it's not great so it's laptop audio there you go yeah. and you know i mean here's the thing you know i mean with these donations this this is the moment that, that it's there for you know, so rest assured, you know, we, you know, we're not spending that money at the casino or buying pizza. You know, we've let it sit until we needed it until a time like this that we were able to just go out, get a new soundboard, no problem. And that's right. thanks to you guys. So thank you so much for letting us be able to continue what we're doing. And um, without further ado, then, yeah, the, uh, the episode. Yeah, enjoy the, the final episode recorded in Summer Rain Studios. Danny, take it away, buddy. Coming at you from Summer Rain Studios, it's your latest episode of Rage Across the Internet, your very own Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we've got the incomparable producer, Joey. Hey, guys. Straight ahead, we've got the incorrigible Tommy Dixon. Incorrigible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just waiting. Here, yeah, here, just here comes here, here comes the good one. I don't know what you're gonna say, but I know it's gonna be awesome. Well, now you've set me up. <laughs> oh, the incontinent. Oh, Daniel Tyson. Classy and sexy. <laughs> hey, didn't say incompetent. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. And then you guys put you put the pedestal there, and I'm like, oh well. I was the red bow and everything. Yeah, now now I felt like it was gonna be mean. <laughs> no, no, mean I was I was expecting that exact word. Yes. <laughs> hey, Porter. Hey, that's <laughs> Solid. That's that's well, that's what we've been reduced to. That's the show you're listening to today. Okay. <laughs> well, mm. <laughs> no, another wonderful day here at the studio. Yeah. Recording day. <laughs> it's yeah. Nothing like it, man. The weird shit that comes out of our mouths. Yeah. Happy Tuesday to all of you. 
Right? If, if that's when you're listening, well, you know. Back to that shit. Happy Weaver. <laughs> that, that's been, that's that's become a thing. I know that, that is a thing. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> like it's been a thing <laughs> for a while. Should enjoy that because Weaver, you you would not be alive without. I get it. Doesn't mean I'm happy about it. Why aren't you happy about it? Happy Weaver. Sure. <laughs> Okay, then. That, that's yeah. a weird hill to die on. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> not because I'm like, boy, no bad leg. Yeah, I don't do Happy Weaver either. Motherfucker. <laughs> See, I don't do it either, but I celebrate it. You right? Know? It's so, so civil about war anyway. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here today? I don't know. Why are I we don't <laughs> Stuck in the barnyard again. Yes, we have returned. <laughs> we, we you didn't notice from the intro title. Back to the barnyard. Yep. Ooh. Barn. Back to the barnyard. I like it. Barnyard two electric boogaloo. There you go. Oh, that was that was gets overused. Oh yeah. That was, that was like back to the barnyard. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay with it. Yeah, let's go. Back but to the barnyard. We are. We are back into the barnyard. Yeah. It's to Pharaoh. Yes. Uh, Don't sound so excited. I'm not. Are I the one who's supposed to hate the Pharaoh? Isn't that the metal plot we have going here? I think. I think it's just maybe he's hangry. I'm a little bit. Yeah, you're right in that one. I gave him beef jerky earlier. I know. I forgot his Snickers. <laughs> not sponsored. He's not supposed to have that. He's supposed to have the sugar. It's bad for him. No, we'll get to it. He'll, we'll get to it. No, I'm not happy about this one. We'll get to it. Didn't you pick this one? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, I yeah. did. Oh, well, I'm not I very much your choice. I, I think he learned his lesson. Yeah. It's in, in, the, in the rub is the alternative is to have us pick it. Right. And like, I, I, if I were him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't love those eyes. Well, you picked the last two for me, and I enjoyed both of them, so. It's like, if that's the case, it's like, would you rather run into a brick wall at 50 miles an hour or only go 30 miles an hour against a car that's coming at you at also 20 miles an hour? Which one? Are you okay? That's how I feel with this. this, Oh, my God. I hate this one. I hate this one. I'm so angry at this one. Ooh, we should let him lead them. Danny's having a hot moment. take. I he's know. Quite a hot take, and he's, wow. a, he's already going. I, I, I think him. we let him go. go. So, Danny, Daniel Tyson. Fuck me. Yeah. You no. did this to yourself. No. Yeah. Which Farrah did you pick? I'm ripping the bandaid off. You apparently go. You are. And I picked the Mokole, or the Mokole, or however you want to say it, because. Doesn't fucking matter. Oh, I, I mean, ripping the bandaid off. I think he's pulling the staples out with his teeth. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, he's gonna kill himself. Okay. <laughs> Listen, okay. were we just talking about what a good mood we were all in? Yeah, <laughs> it was. That was so we were gonna spin a razor blade. Fucking. Oh man. Okay. Perk up, Johnny Five. All right, fine. He's feeling a little emo. It's okay. No, no, bro. They're not emus, man. They're we're saurians. <laughs> And that's what's irritating. <laughs> okay, so just real quick. What's a wear story? What the shit? What the? Just, just let me get to it. Okay, I'm getting there. Oh, you got shushed. I'm done. Take it away, Dan. Revenge, Tyson's revenge. Go for it. Okay, so if you've been listening to the podcast, one, thank you, and two, you've heard the joke on several occasions of getting that dinosaur costume. Mm-hmm. That's why I picked these guys. That dinosaur costume is. That was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> well, fine, that's what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick the Mokole. Or the Mokole. Again. You just, just pick one. You just, just pick one. You just pick one and go. Okay. You have to so, go off. They are Gaia's memories. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's they're the memories. And I hate them so hard. <laughs> I was excited to do this, and then I started reading, and I got so irritated. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Danny. Yeah, right? Can, can you yeah, get a little in depth here. Yeah. Well, get your angry, but why? But like, 
What? Why are you? He wears saurians. What is a wear saurian? What's a saurian? I don't know. You're supposed to tell us. I don't know either. A, a dinosaurian? <sighs> I would assume what? a dinosaur. But like, saurian. what's a saurian? I can't wait for Columbus <laughs> to tell you exactly what a saurian is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to put you in your it, place pretty quick. Yeah, but like <laughs> exquisite detail. Mm-hmm. Probably. And I'm using the word exquisite detail, so there's there's a there's a bar now there, set. There yeah, is this. a bar. Okay. Let him have it. The, the point is... Yeah, all of us, I want to read it. <laughs> they were... Like the alligators? Yes, once upon a time, gators, crocodiles. Yeah, and now and those predate humanity by a lot. So we'll start with there was a they call it the the wonder work, which is pretty much it was a giant asteroid, like a, an extinction level event. Yeah, that wiped out the dinosaurs or some dinosaurs, all but the Macaulay. Okay, and though they were what's left of that kind of. And you're grabbing this from twenty. Yeah. Okay. Just pick one, right? Mm-hmm. Are they alligators or are they dinosaurs? Why, why, why are you making them both? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a running change they made. I mean, I mean, look, we're just sitting, we were sitting here, we're laying into the bed about being the piss. You know, we would make some fun with that. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a change that was made over the editions. Yeah. You know, not unlike uh, last time we talked about the Ajaba mm-hmm. and how for Revise, their whole position got swapped and it was... Didn't work out too well because of the nature of the thing. I mean, this was the, there was a big change. But yeah, the Argaia's memory. Yeah. Which consists of the before times, and there's this shit about the Dragon Kings, and we're not talking about that today. No. Because that's well much. before. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I think it's, it's a medium enough topic, but that's not, we don't want to confuse the issue, right? Yeah, and I think you just said it too. It's, it's well, way before that's going to be necessary for today. Right. So, but I guess now that you know my feelings about them, <laughs> just. Some, some, I guess, cool things about them. Like, a, they're more of the uh, the child of Helios, so they're vulnerable to gold, which I thought was kind of cool. Okay. You know, child of sun. But they also have the gift of rage from Luna, so they are also vulnerable to silver. So they, they get two. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Now, I know something unique mm-hmm. to the uh, to the Macaulay is that they dream their war forms. Yes. Um, Explain that for a little bit. Well, the as a, a kin folk, I guess if, like, they don't use that same terminology. I don't remember the exact word they use. Right, but mm-hmm. you know, um, they before their first change, they have their their dreams, which are sometimes also like future memories, kind of some okay. along those lines. So in those dreams, they, yeah, they they dreamt up their war form, and as their first change happens, their dream is what's coming to light. And I'm not a fan of the forms of that of that war form because you can just pick and choose what you want to be. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit out there. You know, like horns and breathing fire. Yeah, and breathing and fire. Which ones I was you picking out? Godzilla. Yeah, you can get a, a hinged jaw, long neck, wings. Now, is there gills. a limit? Um, yes, it's it, when it's happens at character creation. Okay. It's, um, so let's say you have three gnosis. Mm-hmm. You you pick three of you know their oh, predestined okay. list. Okay. So also you can buy. There's a select few that you can buy more than one of. So if you want like your the the extra tall one, you can have two of that. Okay. So you're double extra tall. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> I don't know if ro- robot skin is one. I don't know, I, I just dream I was a Garu, personally. <laughs> See? That's I mean, if it were up to me. Much better idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, you know, they, <laughs> they, they say very little. They, they, they don't have Metis, 
they don't explain why. They just say they only have the two breed forms, and that's the the Sukid and then the Hamid. Um, their Arkid, which is I guess like their their war form, um, that's the one you can pick all the different cool things you want to have on yours that makes you different than anybody else. Okay. Uh, your dreamt war form. There's also the Draconic. I I might be saying that one wrong, but it doesn't matter because that one doesn't exist anymore. And ever since Wonderwork, which was that asteroid-level event, none of them can access to that form anymore. Well, which calls back to the Dragon Kings. Right. And um, then again, we're not touching it, but it's... Um, those of you who play Chrono Trigger, just like think the Reptites, and that can be good enough for today. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. You know, we're not talking about it today. That, that can be good enough if you have no idea what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. There it is. So now, at the same time, because they're you know the, the children of sun rather than moon, they have the different their version of auspices. Which, depending on which part of the book you're reading, it, it can either be aspects or auspices. They, they go back and forth. Okay. Which I thought was cool, and I'm not going to list them off. It's not necessary. We have three other fair to go through. But I just thought it was cool. It's the different phases, quote unquote, of the sun rather than the phasing of the moon. So, and then there is one. That I do want to throw out, though, it was the solar eclipse. I was just going to ask about that. Yeah, th- those ones are, when they're born, those ones are considered, like, the leaders. Even closer to, like, royalty. Oh, wow. Because they're so rare. Exactly. So, that one's, that, that, that's a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. Like, mothers will even purposely try and time that to make their child, you know, of the solar eclipse. It's like, what did you do, Pam? <laughs> 36 weeks ago. <laughs> oh, wow. I had it sewn up until the eclipse. <laughs> Jesus. Or cut it out early. Hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was our response to that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Hey, there you go. Let's do it. And we were both just like, yeah. oh, of course. Yeah. What else could it possibly be? Well, so it is an eclipse. I have to quit getting this out of me. How did I get the souls off? <laughs> And the thought I had in my brain was, wait, aren't they hatched out of eggs? And again, yeah, I've I've bitched, obviously. <laughs> and I I've I've said my piece about it. But yeah, that's that's one of the things I had too, is like, but why? Stuff like that. You know, reptiles are from eggs. You know, they're cold blooded, humans are not. Well, I why? know some cold blooded humans. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> For a different time, maybe even a different podcast. Yeah, fair. What are you foreshadowing? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Apparently, we're launching a new podcast. No, don't, don't. We need. We need to stop saying that now. Yeah, that's going to take off. We are not launching a second podcast. Are you kidding me? Again, yeah. Clearly, I don't like these. This is not my favorite by far. So some, my least favorite ever. There's, there's some vengeance yeah. in what you're saying. And I apologize for it. It's just like, I was so irritated. I still get this next one. He's going to be hot again. It's fine. I'm going to make you guys pick that one. I'm, I'm going for it. Okay. I was mad enough at this one. I'm letting you guys pick okay. this one. That's so, on record now. That's fine. I, I, I kind of want to cut him some slack. After having to deal with that. Well, well, after this reaction to it. I mean, well, he learned his lesson. Well, well, after last, well, after Savage Age, we know that your two least favorite are Rokea and the Mokale. Mm-hmm. I can see why. I mean, hell, we've talked about how many times now, like, I have 100% absolute trust in you. Well, thank you. Eat this. <laughs> Do I have trust in you? Yes. Do you and I argue and 
know, debate on certain things? Absolutely. Yeah, you're wrong sometimes. Yeah, we don't, Jesus, we don't always agree <laughs> on stuff. So when you were telling me about this, I'm like, dude, dinosaurs, <laughs> this sounds cool. What can be so bad? Oh, and then I read lesson. this, and then, yeah, absolutely, I learned my lesson. I am very upset with myself for having to... I remember when we were sitting around, too, and we were thinking about what the next ones were going to be, and he's like, I'll take McCauley. He was we excited like, about it. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Both, both of you two were He like, was right around. He was right around the dinosaur. Exactly. And now, I'm, yeah, just... No. Uh, they're, but they're guys' uh, memories. So, yeah, they, they can... They, they have rights to, to access some of those, you know, deep, further memories. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they even have rights to, like, erase a memory from someone else's head or even take parts out of a memory. You know, taking the part out that causes, like, pain or even, like, madness. Mm-hmm. Interesting ideas. Fine. You know, but they, even, like, the, the further back memories, they don't see them perfectly they're, they're like snippets of dreams in their heads and they, they got to put those together and sometimes they even as a group of them will take the different snippets together and try and piece them all together well now i don't know a whole lot about alligators it's never come up in my life or has ever been a fascination to where like i need to know a lot about alligators or crocodiles well i know one will see you later and the other one will see you in a while I think it's after a while, but I am again no expert. I am. That was nice. I am very proud of you. That, that, was, that was so good. That was well done. Yeah. Bruce and Joey, everybody. Um, she'll be here all week. It's crazy. Um, and I, I certainly don't know anything about saurians, but um, sources like memory, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I mean that makes me think of something long lived. And, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Which, which instantly I think of like like a tortoise. Okay. And so I wondered, Annie, mm-hmm. if they were to dream themselves into like a turtle, <laughs> would you feel better about them? <laughs> I, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> you don't want to answer that ridiculous question? No. I just posed at you, no. taking full advantage of your love of the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. You're not going to see this bullshit? You, you put him into a corner so quickly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's my paint there. <laughs> we're going to let him stew on that. Mm. Tom, what do you got for us? Yeah, well, we're going to me. Next year, I got Thorax, your lovable were ravens. Yes. Lovable is one way to put I, it. I think everybody loves the Korax. I think so. I think like, uh, everybody most did, considering they protected them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody of the world of darkness. It's a Gaius free pass. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. This was the last breed that Gaia made. So they're the youngest, in, quote, in quotes, they're the youngest of the changing breeds. Save the best for last? Or... <laughs> Or, or, or the way it's stated in Changing Breeds, they're the Tattletales. They're the ones that are going to run to mom and tell Dude, they are the youngest so sibling. The oh, they are. They the are the baby sibling. of the family. Yep. So they're the ones that are going to always run to mom and tattle on the other siblings. Is this, is this going to be a situation where I pull a shoe horse on the car? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. I'm excited. You're going to have to pull over the car. I, I'm like, well, you know, um, before you get started on that, you know, this, this was something I've said for you because the, the Corax and the Comatons, for that matter, 
Mm-hmm. You know, they've had that in- interesting history. You know, I think they've leaned away from this breed is Gaia's blank and this breed is Gaia's, you know. I think they've leaned a bit away from that in later editions, but that was a very huge component mm-hmm. of the changing breeds is they all had a purpose, you know, Gaia's yeah. memory. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this goes back to the best set. Mm-hmm. And I have feelings about the best set. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> But, uh, you know, because the best that were guys, secret keepers. Yes. And, you know, go find the secrets and tell me the secrets. And they went, okay. And she'd go, okay, so what's the secrets? And they're like, I can't tell you. It's a secret. They were really good at their job. Yeah, they were, they were huge assholes. And so basically they were fired. And Gaia made the Kamataz and the Korax to do the job properly and tell her some shit. Well, they found the secrets like and they kept them secret. Yeah, I so, like that. I mean, I could see that being the reason why. You know, it makes sense why they'd say tattletales. Yeah, that's why the Korax can't shut up because she was tired of the shit from the past set. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, Tweety, let's hear it. So, 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 please, so hearing about that, yeah. with, they each had their own jobs. Well, this is Gaia's eyes and ears. That is what the Korax are for. Mm-hmm. It's even stated in the book. Uh, so Gaia put wonderlust in their veins and the itchy traveling feathers on their wings. So okay. they cannot, this breed cannot stay still. They always have to keep moving and they're, they're, they're loners. So they're just always moving, trying to find secrets. They just, they want to know everything. That's awesome. I didn't know that. And we have a Korax in our game. I mean, very, very small part in our game. That makes so much sense when you play that character. Oh. Porter. Looking right at Porter here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was reading this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I see exactly why he played the Korax yeah. the way he did. <laughs> Almost like that, that NPC was on, like, speed. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to act them out, too. I mean, they, they're literally, they can't get their secret out fast enough. That's how they, they, they just want to tell. Like, that's what they're bred for. They just want to get, I know a thing, I need to tell you now. <laughs> like, that's just how it is. They're like, ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I can't keep this in. I need to get it out. Um, so, obviously, she also gave them speech so as to keep the other breeds from strong-arming the Korax. <laughs> because it's the little brother. I mean, they're not little brother, but the very young, young infant brother. <laughs> easily can be strong-armed. So they consider themselves the number one know-it-alls. Well, that absolutely tracks. For sure. Let's see. In all, Korax were built to get in, see what's going on, and get the hell out to spread the word of what they found. Okay. That is yeah. the deed. Not big combatants. Yeah. Not at all, and yet, right here, that's the next bullet point I have. Yeah. Not a fighting breed. Don't get me wrong, they have tricks to help get them out of sticky situations, but they more rely on stealth tactics. Well, and when I when I covered the Ananasi, they specifically found <clears throat> the Korax and said, hey, tell everybody what's going on. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they know they would. Like, if you need a, a word out, that's who you're going to. Yeah. They're the um, Farah Broadcast Network. Pretty much, yeah. That's good. Okay. Damn, look at two for two. Nice. Farah Broadcast. I like it. I <laughs> like the internet. <laughs> Kaya's internet. What the hell? Yikes. So, yeah. how many forms do they have? Only three. Okay. They have... Oh, that's all the way at the end. Here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's essentially the Hamid, Krynos, and Lucas. So, they, only, they have three forms, yep. And it's Hamid, Krynos, and Lucas, essentially. But yeah. it goes mm-hmm. Hamid, Corvid, and Krynos. Corvid being their raven form, okay. Krynos being their war form. And I, I love their descriptions because they hate Krynos. Absolutely hate it. And this is their description of Krynos. Looks weird. Has feathers. <laughs> sort of a beak. Human body and legs have wings rather than arms. Their fingers are claws, and their feet are huge, talon-like bird things. 
That was their description of their crinos. That's a direct quote. Direct quote from <laughs> from Changing Greens. <laughs> <laughs> like from the horse's mouth at that point. Here's the thing, though, that drives me nuts. Like, I get it. They hate their crinos. It's kind of... Well, go weird looking. Greens and take a look at it. It is really weird looking. But at the same time, and this is where the artist's interpretation comes in, right? Because mm-hmm. you know what? Pull up um, Changing Breeds Revised. Mm-hmm. Pull up Hangi Okai. There's some fucking cool looking Korax crinos forms. Like, with the right artist, they look bad. They look fucking cool as hell. I yeah. don't even know. You know, and it's one of those things. It's the artist can make it just a creepy monstrosity thing. Or just, can I have four? Right. <laughs> And one little quote they also had, they don't pop Big Bird in less life or death situation. <laughs> they, they call their crinos Big Bird. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? That holy shit. I love that they called it Big Bird. That was hilarious. Life or death situation. Time to get Big Bird. So sticking on that, I guess we'll... Uh, I like their homage form. Just think goth. They're, okay. they're literally thin-billed, black hair, black eyes, black clothes, jewelry. Because mm-hmm. clothes. Facial piercings. I wouldn't. Would, yeah. Well, they love. That's the thing. Is Corax have actually a, a. There's a bad, bad, bad. I don't know how to say it, but they're so attracted to shiny things. That's like their <laughs> easy way to get their a hold addiction. of a Corax. Their addiction yeah. is shiny objects. So a, a Hamid Corax is going to be riddled in jewelry. And even that makes good um, payment for services rendered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a secret. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, one and the same almost. But I, mean, I was just thinking Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. Close the raven. Yeah, yeah. So these uh, Koraks only have two breed forms, Hamid and their Corvid form, mm-hmm. and they're not made traditionally. Yes. I was about to bring that up. Oh, yeah, I'm getting there. They actually have a right, mm-hmm. and it's called the Spear Egg Right. And it's obviously a Korax comes along and thinks you're worthy to be a Korax, so they perform the right. So there's no like inner that you can interbreed, mm-hmm. but you won't produce a Korax. So Korax have no metas. Okay. So this is the only way to produce a Corax. The only way to make a Corax is doing the right on an egg, and then business as usual, and then there you go, you got a Corax. No, so it's just any egg? They can go to the store, get a dozen? No. They should be like, you get a Corax, and you get a Corax. Well, you can still do it in hominid form, not just in raven form. You can still make a Corax in hominid form. It's just well, you have to perform the right on the eggs. <laughs> be human eggs or not. <laughs> so is Easter like a big deal for them? Oh, he's really... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Did not expect that. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, you get the bunny and the Cadbury. And well, I was thinking, just thinking the Cadbury. That's where you get your Cortex from. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, the, yeah. the Cadbury bunny commercial. You know, like, oh, bark, animals. Bark, 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 bark. oh, man, the Cortex is crazy. Oh, you know, make sure they try the different animals with the rabbit ears. You can just see the uh, Cortex coming up. What did, wow. I, what did I start? I don't know. <laughs> Shame on me. Another reason I enjoyed the Korax. <laughs> <laughs> they enjoy pulling pranks. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Maragabesh. I love pulling pranks. Just like Nui. I was going to say, it's two for two with oh, you, I'm man. two for two right now. I'm loving it. We're going to so, give him something miserable next time. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> I don't want to have to be a Danny. <laughs> uh, so they, they will pull pranks to convey their message. And I like how they put, especially to the bullheaded blowhards that won't listen. Ooh. It's a direct quote from the book. I liked uh, I liked how they put that. And what are you referencing there? Just anybody, just won't any, anybody that won't listen. Like I was you. just expecting them to say a specific era. No. Sure, or they could have just said a get. <laughs> See, you say that, but the uh, the get. I know the get saved them. Everybody saved. them. Everybody did, but the get and Fiona took big big risk. Big risk. Yeah, it's um, you know, the get a fairness consider it lucky. 
to have uh, you know to have the Ravens there. So I was just punching Danny. Come on. <laughs> no, I know. Right, but like you know, we're we're informing people theoretically. Right, right. We're informing people theoretically. 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 We, we really didn't understand that. Is that what we're here for? <laughs> I you know. I just thought we were having fun. I. You, know, you ruined it by putting. You know, I'm just here for the open the bar. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so the Korax have two bosses, Raven and Helios. Okay. Uh, Helios took interest in the Korax when they tricked him into, and they put direct quote some stuff. They didn't actually <laughs> oh, go well. into it. They just put some stuff. So I literally have it written down in quotes, some stuff. So they're also that's scary. Son, but that, I mean, I didn't go into W twenty and see if they actually explained it. This was probably just in the, the Korax book, or yeah, they could have been in their own book. I did not go past changing. Right, right. And yes. This is just in that book. <laughs> Some stuff. And yes, they did the actual Nahelios, which is actually why I pivoted the top next. Yeah, get that, get a little sun connection. So when they when they tricked him, it proved that they were worthy of his guidance. And obviously Raven, they're ravens. So Which are not crows. Which are not crows. Yeah. It is a different thing. So Raven yeah. gave Korax their spirit, their attitude, and they put in good looks. <laughs> they're big on their looks being, you know, in their raven form. I don't know if Big Bird doesn't really look that cool to me. They hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I did put a little note down here, a lot like the Noesha. And they actually uh, tend to hang out with the Noesha a lot. They work well together. That makes sense. Of course, I mean, again, the Korax have just, for some reason, you know, they, they, they <laughs> got, largely got a free pass. Yeah. Well, it's your information hub. I mean, why not? I would save it. There's our eyes and ears for your kicker. Look, there, there's, there were a lot of changing breeds that have a lot of important functions that did not get free passes. <laughs> it's true. You know, I mean, I, I want to point out that the girl were guys healers. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking important. So, okay, do the Koraks have a litany? Mm, no. They didn't actually go into any kind of litany. Really? They're they're told they're you know when they're when the rays are getting raised they're told their stories right then and there and then just like the Noesha, go. Wow. Just go do your thing. So the Koraks are not good at working together, and they put this is another direct quote. I love these direct quotes because I don't know why, but they're really good in the book. Put five Koraks in a room. You'll get six opinions on what to see next, <laughs> and then seven ways about how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This is really so, nice. Yeah, and then Corex, they do not have what they, what, like a moot or whatever. They call them gathers or parliaments. And in quotes, for those that are fancy, <laughs> they call them parliaments. Um, think of them as moots where all the information and stories that they've gained are shared. And they do actually collect renown like Garu. Okay. Um, oh my God, imagine that move. Oh, it would just be just. You ever walk past a tree and you just birds are just going nuts and there's like fifty of them in there? That'd probably be the move. He works at this show. <laughs> oh my god! I, oh no! Because who? What do you got? 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 I don't know. Tell me some more. Oh my god! There's too much. It's Tell that story again because I didn't hear it the first sixty times you said it. Can we get like a pillow for Danny? <laughs> Can we calm him down? <laughs> I do like how they explain, um, they go into explaining their skeletons a little bit, because you don't think of a bird, they're hollow bones. Mm -hmm. So they explain that their skeletons, they're not hollow, but they're skinny. So their athletics rolls in all forms are at a minus one diff. Ooh, but, nice. but there's a downfall. Soak rolls for bashing damage in all forms plus two difficulty. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Don't get hit. There, yep. That's a trade It's a trade-off, but it hates to start dodging. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're immune to silver, obviously, because they're children of Helios. Right, but gold is but there. But gold is there. Yeah. Is there aggravated damage? 
they put gold as for boating in feathered forms. So I think they can soak it in common because that's how it was quoted. Well, I mean, you do the research. I would well, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, it's just there. It's but you know, I would imagine direct because from the book for boating in feathered forms. So they're common form. They should be. Fine. I mean, I just told you in the yeah. common form, they love wearing jewelry. So I'm sure. So yeah. yeah. So okay, so like decent Mr. T probably not a Corax. Yes. <laughs> and I guess I'll swing over to one of my uh, favorite <laughs> gifts I read. Yeah. Gifts of eye drinking. Yes. What the. Yes, it's perception, empathy, roll, diff seven. Um, it's a system. way to gain info on how someone passed by eating their eye. By eating their eye. But here's sick. the here's the thing. Before doing it, you need to choose because you can only choose one eye. <clears throat> now, the left eye shows you all of the crappy repercussions of the person's death, so you could see all of those repercussions. Or if you choose the right eye, it shows you what's good about him biting the farm. Nice. Nice. So you get you have to choose when performing it which which way you want to see it. Interesting. And obviously there's their two I went over it earlier. They can't look they have the of weaknesses, two weaknesses, biggest ones is they cannot hold back any information they have. That's why they're all all jittery and like have to get it out, you have to get it out. You can't. <laughs> right. And then they have a weakness for things that sparkle. So you have to if you see something that sparkles, you have to do a willpower roll at a diff seven to look away. So they're like <laughs> if something they're catches like your eye. Tweakers? You willpower roll. Yeah, pretty much. Think of like ADD, like ADHD. Like they just can't they're just doing things. Just going. Yeah, no, I, I like thinking about them as like tweakers. Like guys methods? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> perfect. They don't have tribes. Um, honestly, how can you trust your tribe secrets when they're all blabbermouths? <laughs> so the tribes won't work with these guys. Um, they have what they call subcultures. Um, I explained a few here. We got chasers actively searching for bad places. And quotes playing X Files. That's a direct quote. They like playing X Files. They're actively just searching for bad things. They don't last long. Yeah. They're not fighters. Um, their biggest, their business arm of the breed. They're called the Hermetic Order of Swift Light. And this, this actually, this culture has turned getting things delivered into a business. Nice. So you pay me in jewelry secrets, whatever. I'll get what you need done. That's that's how that subculture works. Uh, the goals of battle. These are the scrappers of the breed, the actual fighters. Mm. So if you actually make a fighter, this would be the fighter. You want it there. The Vikings gave them the name, and yeah, that's it. They're just a fighter. Like it's just born from the Viking Age. Okay. You got the Morgan, which is the trio of battle. And if you happen to see these three, turn tail and run, because they're they only show up when something really big is going down, like hugely astronomical scales. Because like a, they like a sequin convention or no 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 like battle like bloodshed huge bloodshed kind of thing <laughs> yeah I, yeah I see yeah. what you're trying to do <laughs> <laughs> because obviously they want to gain the knowledge from the, the deaths mm-hmm. of everything uh, then you have the sun lost is a group that dedicates themselves strictly to the umbra mostly never to be seen again so that mean they, yeah I was like do they lose their bodies or can they keep their bodies they didn't or? go into death really it's it's just they go to the umbra and not many have come back. That's what they said. Mm. So I would assume they probably lost their bodies. They're strictly spirit form now. And last, I have the Tulagak. It's sure. an Inuit word. Okay. So these ones are the groups that are from the Pure Lands. Think, you know, Canada and United States. Um, these are the ones that are very ragabash and coyote-like, and they're the ones that stick with doing that mantra. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are playing the pranks and trying to teach that way. Other than that, that's about all I got. Okay. Any questions? <laughs> 
No, I, I commend you. You did a, a lot of research. and Well, the Koryaks are a fun... They were fun to research, though. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> I mean, there was more research. I just got so angry that I stopped. Well, and it, I find it hysterical because, you know, I mean, I was going to take the Mokale next round. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, you, you, volunteered. You, you jumped on that grenade. Right, so. that's fine. It's over. Good job, Tom. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was easy research because they're a lot like what I really enjoyed doing with Dragon mm-hmm. Bash. I mean, yeah, like it's already right up your alley. It was right yeah. on my alley. I mean, the Nuisha was great, and you know that helped with doing the score as well. Well, um, I think I'm gonna go next. Okay. And uh, I picked the Naga. Yes. I love me some Naga. The hell's a Naga? Naga are the were snakes. Oh. The snake men. Snake men. snakes. Sometimes on plays. Sometimes that plays. They do whatever they want. Um, I'm sick of these snakes on these plays. Not are awesome. Uh, they, they they had this whole society of dancers and mystics and monks, and I lied about all of that. <laughs> but the thing is, is so did they. What? See, in truth, their guy is assassins. Oh shit! Well, that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> you know, they're they, they're specifically set to take out those who lost their way, be it human or changing breed or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never want to see a naga. Like you've, if you've seen one, it's probably already too late. More well, or less. Yeah. They're, they're big on their secrecy. But, uh, yeah, you know, they, they would often, before the war or age, you know, even to the other pharaoh, pass themselves off as, oh, we're guys mystics. Where, you know, because who's going to say, I'm an assassin? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, oh, no, we have a purpose that's different. We're just, we're just dumb, we're dancers. We suck. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, look over there. And throat slit. Right. I mean, they're I mean, they're, they're tricksy bastards. I mean, you go back to the War of Rage, where um, in the early days they, they tried to stop the War of Rage because I mean that becomes the first question, right? Mm-hmm. Is how does a, how does a group of guys assassins not get involved and maybe put the kibosh on that? Uh, but they they tried in the beginning. They would find particular targets uh, out of the, the the different changing breeds that were a problem, you know, particular people, and they'd do their assassination. But being as good as they were, you know, leaving no trace of their existence there. The guard would like find the body or the or the god or the whoever, you know, would find the body and be like, you know, the guard would believe whoever they were mad at at the time. Mm. <laughs> you know, the the war leader's dead. It's like, oh, it was the Korax. So it wasn't. Those guys are great. It was probably the <laughs> probably the best set though. Fuck them. And so they just really made things worse by accident. By being too good at their job. Right. <laughs> so eventually, they just faked extinction and fucked off into the Umbra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they possumed out. They're like, whatever, we all died. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. We can't fix this thing. Where You guys are fucks. You know? Yeah, we're out. <laughs> a little bit like the nation. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. You know, um, they had the standard three forms, or the three breeds. But, um, you know, the Metis, which they call Ahi, um, they're not deformed and they're actually cherished in Naga society. Um, interesting. He, well, I'll tell you what's interesting, man, is a female Naga knows at conception whether or not they're, they should be true. Really? And gets to choose if she wants to give birth to a human or a clutch of snakes. Mm. Holy now, 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 it doesn't specifically say it, okay? But but I, I hope that's independent of her form at the time. <laughs> because the visual of a woman giving birth to a clutch of snakes is fucking horrifying. Yeah. And I, and I love it. <laughs> well, oh, 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 
Now you got me. Oh, no. Well, is it a boy or a girl? Push for Christ's sake. Snakes, oh, my God. That's why there's snakes on that plane. <laughs> um, let's go back to snakes are hatched from eggs. So. Well, Naga are not. Okay. The, the human and, female and, Naga gets to choose. And let's think about, like, you know, a snake giving birth to a human baby. <laughs> that's terrifying as well. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a big egg. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried the other way around because of terrifying. But you know, I, that makes me think though, because you said oh the menace God. are. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> you said the menace they're they're cherished. Yeah. So why wouldn't there be a ton more of them? Maybe there are. Yeah, right, go go naga hunting. See, report back problem. what you what you find. It, it, you won't, which is fun. <laughs> um, you know, before we get to that though, I mean, they they actually have a surprisingly close relationship with their human kinfolk. Um, and that makes sense. It yeah. really does make sense because, like, you know, that that landmine that we're tap dancing around, mm-hmm. you know, you you've got a small circle of people who you can talk to and you know hang around with. And you know, and already Naga, you know, they're cold blooded, so they're they're creepy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they're they're giving off that vibe the same way the Garu who runs super fucking hot give off that vibe. Right. You know, there's that inhuman quality to them. And again, they the need for secrecy. So they keep really close contact with those those, those human kinfolk. And, and they'll often come out in, like, cults of, like, snake-worshipping cults or actual, like, assassin groups that, that form, that exist as, as kinfolk of the Naga. I still, I still, with Joey on that, I mean, you... Okay, so you're an assassin. You can't tell anybody about it. You need to vent to somebody. Well, right, and that's so that's why they that's, keep yeah, the that's where they keep up. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you got to keep your line going, and you need somebody trustworthy. So, yeah, I yeah. understand that completely. The complete secrecy. Yeah, you know, to the point where you know, if if they're spotted, you know, like if they're outed, not like I see a guy on the street and he happens to be a naga. Seppuku? No. Really? No, they um they have to sanitize the scene. Yeah, whoever whoever spotted the naga in action now has a ticking clock mm-hmm. above their head. And they work in groups for two or three. So if you see one, you're done. You're probably and, and done is the word, man. You are fucking done in rings because naga venom mm-hmm. is one of my favorite <laughs> things. <laughs> in a bad way. Yeah, it, it's up there with Balefire. Ooh, it, oh, it's it's so those toys that I love that I just can't use as anywhere near as much as I'd like to. Because it, it triggers death rolls pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the thing about Naga Venom is um, any bite damage they do can inject the Venom. Mm-hmm. And they have three charges they can do. You know, re- recharge every 24 hours. So they can get you three times, theoretically. Right? It does seven levels of ag soaked separately from the bite. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfair. Per bite. That's <laughs> unfair. Life's unfair. You're right. You don't survive that. The odds is... That great. No. <laughs> you got to have some hot dice at that point. Holy crap. And seven times. You know, and I mean, they they regen, just like Garu. Mm-hmm. You know, they take ag from silver, just like Garu, so which is nice. Um, Umbra's a problem, though. Okay. Um, they, you know, their, their hearing isn't great either. Their sight, well. pretty on point, but their hearing, not so much. Umbra, though, they, they can, I mean, there's a gift, like a rank four gift, they can reach the mm-hmm. Umbra however they want, fine. But they have to, um, they, they hit like Den Realms, which is a thing best that have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they call it an uh, Ananta. Okay. Which, yeah, it's like a den realm that allows them to reach the Umbra, and it's like it's like a pocket realm that includes, like, refreshments for guests, 
Which is already weird by itself, right? Uh, yeah. Like, and, and then to make it weirder, because of course, <laughs> it, they can they can swallow their ananta and take it with them, like inside them. Oh, oh okay. So again, it's not, not weird at all. <laughs> so it's not geographically based, like the den no, realm. No, it's not. Bastet. Correct. And and okay. you can have like a like a whole clutch could share things. Yeah. Or you okay. can have it just for you. And if you you know if they swallow it, they can, that's how they get through the opera. Okay. But yeah, it's like like you know, like the smallest version is like it's a room with some refreshments, some food and drink for for one person. Okay. And like here's a banquet hall version. What what is going on? Okay. The you is a secrecy okay. man. Okay, I have some <laughs> questions here. I have some questions here. That still puts it on a huge level of how they escape through the Umbra. They struggle so hard to even get there. Well, they, they swallowed their rooms and then and, they went. Fucked off. Okay. <laughs> they so, have refreshments and everything. So what? I have, yeah. I have some questions. You can ask those. I will see what I can do. Okay. So in <laughs> in the Den Realm, the best up version of the Den Realm, it's geographically based, and they can you know basically pop from one place to the to another mm-hmm. within that Den Realm. Mm-hmm. Like they can. They can just bam. Mm-hmm. Can the Naga do the bam trick? Well, I mean, if if they if they can do that trick, in so far as if if this is this cheesy sentence is so fucking odd. <laughs> I'm just like I'm looking at what I'm about to see. I'm your picture what? of Nightcrawler. So <laughs> well, and for like, Bastet inside their den realm, they can do that. They can just you know be here and then pop into their den realm and exit somewhere else. Hmm. And then because we haven't really talked past that, like a general would be like a cairn for one. Okay. It's your territory. It's your cairn, if you will. And based on, you know, power and rank and everything, it's it's a geographic Yeah, so square. it's like a physical location. Okay. Where, this is my city. Get out of my city. Where, yeah, this is like a pocket umbral realm. Little mm-hmm. pocket dimension thing. And it is. That it's you like can it's, swallow one take with you. Yeah, it's like it's easy. Yeah, I, I see. You see my point here that I have to say these things in, in a way that you that you guys can understand them. <laughs> and, and you could have like a family in there and then you ate it and you fucked off the yeah. whole family. And that's, what I was, that's what I was going to say. Right? Can oh. you transport people? It's like in your spirit belly, I guess. What if you die and it's in you? What happens? Good luck. I, they didn't cover that. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume it's lost then. I, I would assume if it's if it's yours, it dies with you. Yeah, okay. it's a room, but it's or you know larger yeah, based on, yeah. but not a physical location because it is. It's like a pocket realm of the Umbra, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. And so yeah, they can they can kind of transport it with them, and I guess their soul stomach. And I just made those words up. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of like it's, what am I saying? Yeah. It feels like I had a stroke. You're not a naga, so you, that's why. Yeah, it's it's all gibberish. I think Danny is and like I love angry in his soul stomach. A little bit. <laughs> he's he's like, extra irritated now because yeah. now he's hearing two awesome ones right. he had. Because yeah. like, you, you like the naga, they're cool. But like they're some super of the cool. Stupid shit I don't know if it's, it's, it's weird. Okay, but some I, yeah, of the weird that's shit that's coming out of your mouth right now. Like It's kind of like, cool, what? but it's, it's weird to help me understand this. Stroke talk. Yeah, it's stroke talk. You know, wax lips stupid. Wake up the monkey and show him a dollar. (laughs) No. Okay. That's how you do it. I tabled that dynamic. (laughs) Now I know. Oh my. So (laughs) they regain rage weird. Okay. (laughs) She's still being. We've been doing that a lot. It's okay. I know. It's it's great. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, Yeah. they, They regain rage by being underwater. 
see I'm getting weird. everyone's looking at me like stroke talking um, they gain a point of rage for every hour they spend partially or completely underwater well that's easy now partially like are we talking like bathtub or yeah, maybe I mean I don't, I don't, think, I don't think the ooh that's what she said you know it, it was not specific specific as to type of water so you know sure yeah water water yeah. water mm-hmm. just be under there for a bit and i don't know how much partially like three quarters halvesies i don't know Mm. Just, just the tip of the tail. <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> See how it feels. <laughs> I couldn't resist. That's <laughs> no, good. This is a good team effort there. <laughs> you know, they they don't have auspices, but they do have seasons, which is like the same fucking thing. Okay. Like you know what a season is? Good. We don't have to discuss that. It, it's the same thing though. You know, and uh, their gifts, their gifts are pretty just wild. I mean, there's a lot of as the Ragabash gift or as the Philodox gift. Right, you know? right, yeah. But they've got some creepy shit, like stuff that'll wipe memories. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they can like armor themselves up or spike themselselves up. You know, they can become incorporeal. What? What? Yeah. That's cool. I don't even know poor people body, but I, I think one of my favorites, and Daniel will love this one. Oh, great. This is going to be your favorite. Okay. They turn into a bear. No. They have the ability to masquerade as a Moncola. Nice. I don't think he sighed heavy enough. I so, kind of, I, but I, I kind of love that. So pretend we're Saurian. Yeah, I, I kind of love it because it's in keeping of the we're not real. And mm-hmm. if you look through uh, a lot of the, the stereotypes, you know, which we all do because those are fun to watch yeah. people to, yeah. to hear the, the sentence blur with them talking shit and other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have a lot of the tribes, the Gyro tribes, going like, "Yeah, Naga were never real. Yeah, they were just, you know, it's just a take on the Shut up, Naga never existed." And you have a gift there. It's like a level one fucking gift. He goes, yeah, I ain't, I ain't Eddie. I'm a, I'm, I'm a crocodile. Shut up. Mm-hmm. It was snakes here. Well, and then that's kind of great, isn't it? Kind of awesome. It helps build that you know, aspect of their yeah, forces. yeah, of being too good at their job. Well, and the Naga are boogeymen. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, if you don't eat your vegetables, the Naga will get you. But again, yeah, it's like yeah, they don't. That's not real. You're 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 an idiot. They were it was just a type of Macaulay. Mm-hmm. Naga, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, do they have a litany? They do have a litany. No, I didn't write it down. Ah. And it was like it's like six pieces, and it's you know it's like be subtle, be watchful, okay. you know, eviscerate the proletariat. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I'm just trying not to laugh because. <laughs> But it's, I mean, it's all, I mean, it was just one blurb. They didn't even go into it. It's just like, here, here, there. It's a sentence. You know what this means. Yeah. There you go. But, you know, it's it's all subterfuge and skullduggery, and these guys kick ass. <laughs> and that, yo. And nobody can know about you. Yeah. So, it's like trying to play one. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's the thing. Like, you know, well, how are you going to? You're not going to. Yeah, you can. <laughs> that's yeah, I think all. That's the bigger deal. Unless it's just, going to just you and, and you and your storytelling. Unless you're playing well, Yeah. Yeah. You, you can. Yeah. And they, they did let the cat out of the bag with the Hengi Yokai. But then, like, also swore the Hengi Yokai to secrecy. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I wasn't there. But I feel like it went down <laughs> in a way where it was like, hey, you're going to keep a secret, right? Just waited for a way to and, say and they're like, secret. They were aware of crocodiles at the time. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, hey, you're going to keep the secret, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. What's the big deal? He's like, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> you're going to keep our secret. <laughs> or else. Yeah, exactly. Or else. Like, yeah. uh, we'll murder all of you. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. You know, I, I wasn't there, but I feel like that's how that conversation went. 
It's like, you don't understand what I'm asking. <laughs> We're explaining what the future is. <laughs> That's kind you of actual shush. audio. This is not a threat. This is a promise. <laughs> but it's not even a promise. It's a true statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I, are, I think the I are super fucking cool. They really are. But I think I think that brings us to our, our fourth choice. Yes. Of people who made choices today. <laughs> and, and Porter's other hated. Mm. I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of McCullough, no. No. But I, you know, I wouldn't say I hate any of the Pharah. More than these guys? Except, what'd you pick, Joey? I picked the Rokia. Jossum. <laughs> Jossum. <laughs> Judging by that, I'm assuming these are the were sharks. They are the were sharks. <laughs> and and yeah, man, we're going to talk about Jaws later, but. <laughs> Good. Right now, um, the Rokia, they say that they were made, like, from before Gaia. So, what? life before Gaia, and, you know, before life on Earth, there was the sea. There was only the sea. But, but who made them, then? Um, the sea created three daughters, and it's Sa'et, <laughs> Kun, and Quirtle. So they, it's a squirrel? Yeah, a squirrel. We got Pokemon um, now. So it's their version of the triad. Oh my god, I think I hate these more than the Wakole. Um, <laughs> so Sa'et is the mother of all hard-shelled creatures. She's the weaver version. Okay. Um, Kun is the mother of all fish and the force of creation, the wild. And Boy, that's who made the Rokia. <laughs> Um, Quirtle is the tentacled one that wants to extinguish the sun and plunge the world into darkness. The great unmaking. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, what? I mean, fuck off. Come on. Now I know why we have your two least favorites, and probably my two least favorites now, too. I mean, look, every changing breed has their own spin on creation. Mm-hmm. And, and of course... This is just to create, there's the whatever and threw it out the window and made it their own. <laughs> so aggressively. Yeah. yeah. And I appreciate that because they are so alien and they are, I mean, their thinking is completely their own. Yeah. And they took it and they ran with it. They said, okay, we're going to do it this way and they committed to it. So I like it. Well, yeah, I think it's well and good for them. For them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, this is our creation myth. But, but here's the fun part. It's us as players of Werewolf the Apocalypse. We can easily... Bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, pre-Gaia is now pre-Triad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bullshit. So I, I, I would have loved... While they're telling their fun squirtle chicken of the sea story, they they could also <laughs> tell us about how they were created and that the legend of how they were created. You know what I mean? Like something concrete that like is a storyteller, is a player who is interested in them beyond the scope of playing one and just understanding them. I think that would have been maybe more useful. Not to say that from a playing a Rokia standpoint, that isn't useful. You follow me? Um, like I mean, it was, it was a, that may not have been clear. It wasn't. Awesome. No, awesome. I mean, yeah. to understand the Rokia, you, for me at mm-hmm. least, I had to just kind of in, inhabit the space that they were creating. You had to take the werewolf out of your brain. Yeah. For a minute. Because it's so alien and so foreign. It was, you know, the there's the sea and all of their words and all of their stories and 
I mean, their section revolves around the sea. So land isn't called land, it's called the unsea. And the sky isn't referred to as the sky, it's the oversea. So you just had to be in that mindset. Well, and I can appreciate that. That's, that's a barrier not unlike wanting to play a lupus. I was just going to say, it made me understand lupus to try to inhabit the Rokia space. It was like, oh, that's what everybody's talking about. Hmm. And I get that. And, and, and like I said, I think from trying to get your head into a Rokia, their creation is fine. That's that's mm-hmm. not where I'm coming from. Okay. But I'm coming from, I'm, I'm a player. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking to play a Rokia. Okay. Okay. Or I'm a storyteller and I'm looking for information about them. But again, I'm not playing them. Mm-hmm. I want to know how they actually came about. I don't think they know anymore. Because... But, but and that's fine. But, like, the guy who wrote the book should. And so I'm saying I yeah. like that also. Um, you know I, think, I, mean? I think <laughs> I think there's a little bit of a cop-out in the book because they almost were ended. The Rokia, I mean, there's probably ten of them on the planet. Well, what's their job? Uh, to survive. They're Gaia survivors? They say they were before Gaia, so they don't have a Gaia job. They, they, their job is to survive the great unmaking. And it's in their litany. Um, their their number one rule is survive. Do not rush foolishly into heroic endeavors unless it's a species-ending situation. Now, now I'd like to take a moment to to express what's happening around this table right now, because like I can look around and I can see Joey trying not to laugh. And I can see Danny failing not to laugh. And I can see the look of confusion slash irritation on Tom's face. I don't know what he's talking about. And I, and I just, I felt that you, dear listener, should be, should understand what we're going through right now. Oh, it's going to get worse. You heard it here. Oh, great. Okay, so their second rule is to hunt because they're predators. So they thin out schools of fish. They, you know, I mean, they hunt. That's their job. Well, besides surviving. Another rule is to spawn because it's required to keep the race alive. Well, yeah. Caveat, not so much, Danny. Not so much because Rokia, once they reached adulthood, they stop aging and they don't die from natural causes. What the hell? So that Rokia that you accidentally ran into could be thousands of years old. Well, that's impossible. You're impossible. Because if I'm on land, they're in the water. Not necessarily because there are Rokia that, that inhabit the unsea. So street sharks. Mm, they have they, forms, I'm assuming. Yeah, they do. So not street they, sharks. They so have they, a human form. I, I get we were hating on them, but at least give it a chance. <laughs> Trying, kind of. Uh, well, that's like the fifth time you've said something about street sharks. Give it a chance for a second. So their last rule in their litany is to swim. Because they equate forward movement with life. You know, if a shark stops swimming, it'll die. If they're in any other form besides, you know, shark, they have to keep moving. Like, tapping their foot, pacing. Like, if they stop, they have to make a willpower roll. Or they frenzy. You know, they frenzy. They frenzy. If you stop moving, you frenzy. Well, you have to make a willpower roll. Right. Or you, if you fail the willpower roll, you, you frenzy. frenzy roll. 
<laughs> and then if you get four more successes on that frenzy roll, you go into the ultra frenzy that they have because they have two levels of frenzy. They enabled God mode. Mm-hmm. They really, really did. You're playing this video game again? Super Mega Turbo Frenzy. <laughs> oh, man. Now is when you can do Street Sharks because they got Super God Mode going on in Cryos in their form, so that would be Street Sharks. So, but if they're in human <laughs> form, how can they swim? I get how can they pools. swim? I get can you swim? pools, but like, are you... Oh, my. No, I can't swim. I only have one arm. Mm-hmm. You can I float, mean... though. <laughs> Maybe. Well, they all float out here. Um, <laughs> okay. It was in my heart. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with sharks. Or streets or seas, but it was just in my heart. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but um, the super ultra frenzy mode is called Kunmind, K U N M I N D, and it's similar to Thrall of the Worm. Good. Oh. Yeah. Good. And great. Um, they kill and eat anything within reach. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, it's, it's special. So, mode. so you take them out, you should piss them off at the dynamite factory. It's just like within reach, though. It's like, so you're, you're but they never monster stopped. energy drink of choice. But they don't right moving. Oh, man. She stated that. No, but it's just like, I'm trying to give the chance here. But, um, oh, this is ridiculous. They don't have any medicine. They don't have any metas. They have no desire to breed with Rokia. They have zero desire. So how do they make more? Um, they If a Rokia mates with a shark, it is they are guaranteed to have one Rokia no matter the size of the litter. Um, okay. If a Rokia mates with a human, that will not be a Rokia. It will be a Rokia kinfolk. If the Rokia kinfolk mate with a Rokia. What? Just pretty just guessing. <laughs> then Gross. It's, right? <laughs> then it's the standard. So, um, Hamid, hum, you know, human-born Rokia are exceedingly rare. Mm-hmm. Well, That's judging by what you like. just said, yeah. And they only exist in the Eastern Kingdoms. The well, Beast the, Courts. The, yeah, I'm going to say the Old yeah. Kingdoms. So yeah. Um, the Beast Courts protect them because there is a war going on with the Rokia right now. Because they can't protect the seas? No, the Rokia are actively killing other Rokia. They're having their own war of rage. So like a civil war? Yeah, it's called the Betweener War. The Civil War of Rage. No, this no. is just their own personal thing. No, they weren't involved in the Imperium. They weren't involved in the War of Rage. After, it's actually about 20 years old. It was labeled like some dude. It was not defined <laughs> as who it was. It was some Rokia guy. It was like, hey, those Rokia who walk on land, they're evil. Let's kill them. And so now a Rokia rite of passage is to get your group together and go between our hunting. That's the rite of passage. For all well, it's one of the rites of passage. It's an option. And betweener hunting kills the kinfolk uh-huh. and the Rokia and pretty much anyone associated with the Rokia. Huh. Yeah. So there's really no no Hamid Rokia. Um, and betweeners betweeners hide well. So. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, they almost died out, actually, in um, World War II because they had a moot um, near where the um, nuclear blast happened. Mm, that'll do it. Yeah. 
So. Backward. Yeah. What's the thing coming down? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> and it basically was like, hey, what's that? <clears throat> yep. And yeah. So they have three auspices the bright water, the dim water, and the dark water. Unique. Yes. Um, the bright water are their warriors. The dim water are like their leaders, and you know they lead packs. They decide policy. Um, they also create fetishes. Really? Yeah. I would not expect. I know. It was like what? I, I was going to say it sounds more like the diplomats, but then you said fetishes. Yeah. That's that what I would expect for wear sharks. And then the dark waters are born <laughs> at the eclipse. Or they're born during the new moon. And they're labeled as the mad ones. They're the crazy ones. Because they tend to go into, like, the deepest water. And it was said that their biggest victories and their worst defeat were led by the dark waters. So you're never quite sure what you're going to get. It could be awesome, or it could suck. Yeah, you go big or you go home. Um, I did want to mention about they have roving Karens. So, like, a school of fish, but cairn of sharks? Uh, no, it's like a whale. In the whale? It, well, no, it's like the whale. Like a Trojan horse sort of thing? No, it's just the whale. So I was going to go Pinocchio kind of thing. But it's yeah, let's see what I was yeah. No, like, the sharks just swim up and hang out with the whale, who has a guy in spirit inhabiting the whale and so they like talk to the whale and the whale will give them gnosis so that's their all right they do have regular karens which are called grottos and that's where the nuclear blast happened and oops oops (laughs) (laughs) um so but they can get they can get gnosis from these dolphins or whales that are called roarqual um and they can also learn gifts from those dolphins or whales that are just roaming around. <laughs> What's on the tip of your tongue, Porter? I, Use your words. I am going to do my best. I These guys are the worst. <laughs> like, okay. You haven't even heard the worst part. You tell me the worst part. Yeah, let's, let's, let's finish it out. Okay, <laughs> their forms. Uh-huh. So they have the regular Hamid. Yeah. Which was, I loved how they described it, um, ugly and wall-eyed. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. Just ugly. Well, water. I mean, there's. So can Hamids breathe underwater? Kind of um. They might have a gift to give them gills. Who knows? They they do. Um, the shark born squamous. Um, when they come on land for the first time, they will imprint on the first human they see, and that will become their race. They don't have a define of a human form, so they go, oh, that's what the humans look like, and then that's what they make themselves look like. It's like the bounty hunters from uh, Critters. But, but what if they don't run into a human at first? They run into, like, I don't know, bird, something. Well, it specifically said that they imprint on the first human they see. Okay. Um, then they have the Glabro, then they have the Gladius, which is the 10 foot tall shark man, and it specifically said walking nightmare in the book. So that's the street shark. That's yes, the street that's shark. Okay, then we've got the, um, fighting form, and it's essentially a 50% larger shark. It's a shark, but it's just 
Jaws. It's it's a so a twenty foot shark would be a thirty foot shark. Okay. Um, so this is Jaws essentially. Yeah. So that one incites delirium. Street shark doesn't does not incite delirium. Half delirium. What the hell? What is half delirium? Good. That should be flipped. <laughs> I know. Especially because the giant shark can't come out of the water. The 10-foot-tall walking nightmare shark man only incites partial delirium. That's okay. (laughs) What? It's amazing. Right? I knew you were going to love that. Holy shit. Um, No, like... Like, we make our jokes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were, at the end of the day, we were putting on a show here. Mm-hmm. So there's sometimes a level of hyperbole okay. in our responses. Sometimes we hand that up. Sometimes we just flat or overact. But we have fun. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing it in service of, you know. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, yeah, I think I think these guys are stupid as hell. <laughs> you know, um, I believe that. The, 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 the street check, you can't get away from that comparison. No, you can't. No, you can't. Um, I believe that came first, the street sharks. I wouldn't be surprised. I can't prove it, but I believe that was first. So I question the wisdom of the decision to see that dumb shit and go, let's put it in our game, number one. Um, number two, I want to point out those those um, in-betweeners, in the, the hunting in-betweeners. Yeah, betweeners. betweeners. Thank you. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, and, and I suddenly get this image of this, like, war party or sharks, you know, like, stalking this dude on the boardwalk, and then, like, it's time to attack. And so they all, like, swim to shore and flop around and die. <laughs> But it's, um, and the guy just takes ten steps backwards so they can't get him. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but and, and again, this comes back to I think I think my single biggest problem with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it's, I guess it's kind of twofold. Is, is their purpose? I thought at one point their purpose was, and I might be wrong because I don't care about where sharks. Okay. But, I, but I originally thought their purpose was, um, like, maybe insectation was to be essentially the government of the sea. And I can get down with that concept. Like, just because, protectors of the Yeah, waters. of the oceans. Because that's somewhere they, that Garu can't go. Yeah, they are protectors of the sea. But, and but they, if their goal is just to survive, that's kind of bullshit. That, that's, not, that's not enough. You know, to have them be... The cockroaches? Essentially, the Garu of the water makes sense. Right. There's so much water. There's so much shit down there. We don't know. We don't fucking know what's down there. It's down yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but to but, be the Garu of the sea, you have to hold Gaia's litany, not your own. Look, there, there's semantics that can be changed, but this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, rather than to, to have a greater purpose like that, I could get down with. But then I come back to this whole human aspect. You know, um, a human and a wolf in spirit, and it's a Garu. You know, Takaudi is a Nuisha. You know, you put Snakeman, we got Arnaga. Humans can't survive underwater. Why would we choose this to be the thing to meld with the, the shark? Wouldn't we want, like, a manatee or something that was suited for being underwater? To, to mix with our shark to be the protectors of the oceans, which they're not. I was going to say, you know how many manatee are killed every year by stupid shit? Like, they're not. Do you know how many people are killed every year by stupid shit? <laughs> Probably the same one. How many people died of Pokemon Go? Uh, surprisingly a few. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, to, to mix it with humans who have no business under the water in the first place is just such a bizarre choice to me. To do for any other reason than street shark, or because all the others are human too. Do you know? You know right. I, that, and that's the thing that kills me the most. Well, if it had been like a squid or something, or some, you know, 
yeah, let's do it. Let's explore the horrors of the deep. You know, those ancient banes or monsters that we as people on land can't fathom. I'd be into it. And the the lupus version, the the ocean-born sharks, yeah. really don't even feel that they're related to humans. Like, there are... Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> the, um, the glabro version isn't known to them. They can't go into it. It's a form that is just for the betweeners and the hominids. They can't even conceptualize it. Okay. So the the lupus-born sharks don't have that connection to the humans. Right. So, like, when they take on a human form, like, some of them, if they have to go on land... Like would rather die. And like I, I, I guess I can appreciate that, you know. But it's like you know, it, it flashed me back to Juncture Iris, actually. Okay. When we were talking about the alternative settings in the high school thing, and mm-hmm. how like, you have to factor in classes and all this, and if you're not yeah. going to factor in classes, then why are you doing this? Yeah. It, I kind of feel that way about it. Is it, it's like okay, well, they don't go on land, they don't hang out on land, they don't have a purpose in, in terms of um, compatibility. With the other changing breeds, with the Garu. Anything. What are you doing here? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, why, yeah. why are we... I mean, we're talking about it because it's part of the game that we put on a show. Yes. <laughs> like, why is it here? And it's one of those, like... <laughs> it doesn't fit. Yeah. Unless you're going to run a Rokia game. It wouldn't make any sense otherwise. Right? You know, to be that that one in a million Hamid born... No. No snowflake. No. Um, to be a betweener as a player character? Not gonna work. They're being hunted. Well, if they know about you. Okay. You know? But I could see it as like a once or twice ever NPC. That might be neat. If it's You're needed doing the for thing. well, yeah, I mean beast courts. Sure, they do have their their group in the beast courts, and you know, I mean they're well respected in the beast courts. Um, they're still hunted by their own kind, but I don't know. It's it's. I mean, I'm not talking crazy talk here, right? Mm-mm. No, no. You know, I mean, it's it, it would be fun if I was just. Mad and just on the bandwagon, be mad for the sake of mad. But but I think I have a point. It, here. It's not unless you're playing like a one-off just to have fun, and you're playing a group of them. I don't see it being useful. You know, I, I think back uh, to an old friend of ours, Joey. When I go, what is your purpose? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, is it? Is it says, That's radio for two. Enjoy that, everybody. <laughs> That's okay. We'll we'll tell you later. They do have a gift, which is kind of neat. Um, they have a lot of gifts. Again, as the children of Gaia gift or the Ragabash gift, sure. or yeah. Uh, but they have one called Drowned. <laughs> Causes air breathers to grow gills. There's the gills. Which would be neat if, like, you wanted to take somebody down and show them, like, the magical under the sea, you know, play Ariel or whatever. Or, or, <laughs> if you just, you just wanted to fuck with humans. Oh, yeah. that'd be fun. There's just one walking on the boardwalk, you're like, you. Yep. Either you jump in the water and survive, or you're going to die up there. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Now imagine if, like, you had your buddies waiting in the water. And they had to jump in the water to breathe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, I mean, I, I mean, that'd be the only way to do it because it's not like they could turn into some sort of hybrid form and, and just come up and attack. 
<laughs> which would seem to me like more their MO in the first place. But that's cool. <laughs> I do like that gift, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll be the asshole. I don't mind. These guys suck. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I tried, I gave it. Yeah. I mean, I sat here and tried to not make fun of them, and I just, mm-hmm. I still don't understand why. Yeah, what's the point? What I took away from this, and what I find to be most helpful to me, was putting myself inside their, their headspace while I was reading it, and, like, shifting my worldview, and getting that understanding of the lupus mindset. Mm-hmm. seeing that kind of come into focus and go, no, no, oh, I, that's I how that. you do that. I get that. I mean, I can see it in their perspective. I can't listen to you. I can see it that way, but it's we're Werewolf the Apocalypse. Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd said before on, on the show um, that I had always had a hard time understanding the lupus mindset. Right. So, and I mean, if that's something that helps, then excellent. Yeah. You know, I, it just... And again, I stand by it. I mean, look, look, I make my jokes, but that's what I'm here for, kind of. <laughs> but, I mean, it's what we do. Right. You know, but yeah, you know, it's like I said, that. I mean, I think I have some legitimate grievances with them in the terms of the, just their incompatibility with everything else. And, and I think the wasted potential, again. There is a lot of wasted potential. Because, yeah, yeah you call them the guardians of the seas. They're mm-hmm. Aquaman. Fuck it, right? Sure. Their guy is Aquaman. Sure. You know, but again... Get rid of the human aspect. Make it another sea creature or something suited to that environment, right? Mm-hmm. With well, the, predator, the sharks. The predator of the sea is well known to be the shark, so I can kind of see why they would pick that as the easy Well, outcome. no, sure, shark, but, but again, we're going shark and man. I'm saying get rid of the man thing. Shark and squid. Shark and manatee. Shark and seahorse. Or fucking... Well, manatee word, because you can still do the land thing, then. So, yeah. You know something. You don't need the land thing. You have you have and all these the other pharaoh of the sea, right? You have all these other pharaoh for the land thing. Fuck the land. They're about the sea, where you could have all sorts of eldritch fucking horrors down there that we don't know about because we can't go down there. I think that's wasted potential. It's a wasted opportunity on a cheap joke about kicking some fin. What? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's like it's like when you hear people talk about the, the Black Spiral Lancer tribe, the idea of a Black Spiral tribe book. You know, it's like you feel however you feel about that. But like, yes, me, that's a waste of space because you crack open any book of the worm and they call chapter two the Black Spiral Dancer Tri Book. They printed that three times. Read that chapter instead and give us a book we haven't seen before because we've read that three times. Hmm. Hey, it's, it's not a word for one year, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I get the idea behind it. Yeah, yeah I just feel like it's wasted potential on a one note thing. And see, I think it's wasted potential. And like, I would have seen, I would have liked to seen them go more, you know. I like the shark thing, and I like the human thing, and I want to see more, like, I don't know, mermaid, merman, like, really dive into that. Like, have the the humans that can breathe underwater. And I just, I would have liked to see more of that instead of the, oh, if you walk on land, you're dead. Oh, dear, how about, how about we meet you halfway? How about this shit? How about we take uh, the Macaulay's magic sleep powers and give that to the Rokia, where they can dream their Krinos form. They have their shark form, they have their human form. They, they can dream that, that squid, shark, creature, or whatever to, to, to handle the fucking I don't know what at the depths of the oceans. <laughs> you know? I like it. Will, will, I it, mean, will it induce full delirium or not? Well, certainly. <laughs> it probably looked like an Eldritch Horror too. <laughs> But you know, right? How about that? Instead of you know, you keep you keep the the mochel, the, the gators and you know gators, and then you let gators and gators, yeah, gators and crocodiles, whatever you know, crikey, and then you <laughs> fucking you know, how about that? It, it just seems like what are you guys doing? 
Like who who was trying to get fired that day? Well, it just makes me think like Farah, and it's it's a a quote unquote predator mixed with a human, and they just kept the uh, the same idea. Yeah. And then I go back to uh, you know, Chris Gunning's idea, what he said in the interview with you know the perfect form, and so I'm curious to see how he's going to bring out that for Savage Age edition mm-hmm. when. He said, but he also said it's going to be a while for the Rokia, and I don't blame him. <laughs> it's going to be hard to time in anything. I mean, it really is. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a different topic at that point, but, you know, mm-hmm. Rob and I think they, I think they've done a pretty neat job reimagining shit. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool when the day comes. But I mean, that's yeah, that's that's previous show. So apologies. Yeah, it's a previ- and, and it's a future show probably. But yeah. I mean, that's just it's my beef with the Rokia. You know, I, I get it. But that's. Uh, I think it's about our look at their second trip into the barnyard. <laughs> Maybe the uh, the aquarium. Water based one. Yeah. Oh sweet, I fly. Yeah. We're all water based Farah. And hey, one thing I thought was kind of neat. Um, you were talking about being submerged in water. Yes. Um, these guys can learn gifts that way. By being in the water? By by talking to the spirit of the sea. Okay. They can't go in the umbra without a right or a gift. So, like, that's no bueno. But if they are semi-submerged in salt water, they can talk to the sea and learn gifts. So, sitting in their bathtub with table salt is good enough. I'm going to tell you right now, I would portray the spirit of the sea as an old pirate. <laughs> I, I can see that. Oh, she said immediately, it's, it, it could only be it's just like an angry old pirate. That's fine. And nothing else. Yeah. So, like, you know, the Epsom salt, you mix enough of that in, hop in the tub. Just having a bath. <laughs> yeah. Just talking to the sea. You scurvy dog. What gift you be learning today? They're like, hey, I want to learn a new gift. Okay, it's a tub over there. All right. (laughs) Back to the barnyard. Do we have a Cubs corner and or gather kill anything? Man, we ain't got shit. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. Well, we do have. We have more post-it notes on the wall. Yeah, we're going to save them all up again? We're going to save them all Perfect. up. And, you know, we'll... We're going to throw them in a drawer and pull them up. Yeah, keep those ideas coming. We'll get another jump a diary. If you maybe, got the, maybe we'll find that other shoelace. crazy. You know, you got other plot hook ideas. Send those over to Danny. Yep. Some Specifically fucking Danny. Yeah, Only not, Danny. Not yeah, I'm saving those. Porter will not see them until we record that episode. That's right. And, and, and again, only Danny... Because if you say it out loud and I see it in Discord, or if you tell me, we're not using it. It's disqualified. Yeah, it's, it's the appeal here is that I have not seen them. Mm-hmm. But it's the game. <laughs> I, I've got a I've got a good handful. I don't think it's enough for a full show just yet, but but yeah, keep them coming. Yes, please keep them coming. You know, um, you know, you've you've seen our notifications, our ads up on Facebook and or maybe Reddit or wherever. Make sure you give those a like or an upvote or whatever from your particular platform. Yep. that helps it get seen. Uh, helps spread the word. Yeah, so do uh, reviews. Yeah, use your words, people. That's right. And if you don't want to use a lot of words or even words that make sense. That's fine, too, as long as you get five stars on there. Yeah, because that, you know, that helps us text. get to other people. Mm, I still want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, Danny likes, and then just hit the middle button. So okay. Just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Please, there you go. Please do that. There you go. <laughs> With five stars. Um, 
Danny likes five stars. That's what I would think. Why not? Danny does like five stars. I love five stars. <laughs> he loves McCoy. No, and Ron I walks on the beach. Those I don't. With and a Rokia? And Street Jeff, and he loves Street Sharks. I'm waiting for the girl to come back and, and throw shark missiles again. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh that boy. was awesome. You know, uh, you know what we like is we like you guys. Yes, we and, do. And we want to thank you for all your support. You know, uh, you know, not everybody on Discord. You know, we got a great community there. You should mm-hmm. think about joining us. Uh, that's through our forums. You get that invite through our forums. And you get to the forums through the webpage. That's right. And what's that webpage, Tom? RageAcrossTheInternet.com. No. Dot dot com. Com. No, no, no. No, no, it is dot com. Yeah. It well, is. It's not that or anything. Yeah. It's dot com. It's not dot gov yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they give us those five stars as we try and take over the world. Don't fucking uh, tell ruin people. the plan. Oh, sorry, Pinky over here. Oh, sorry, this guy. Uh, this guy. Uh, I know. No, but you know we, we appreciate our support, and um, you know the word of mouth. The you know the, if you see people you know recommend you know recommending us on different avenues, Facebook groups, whatever. That's a big deal. You know, those thumbs up helps, the ratings help. You know, if you're in a position to support us financially, we, we've got um, we've got the PayPal for one-time donations. We got the Patreon for the reoccurring donations. Yes, we do. And um, reoccurring stuff back. Yeah, we, we like giving stuff back. So, I mean, if you're, if you're going to donate your hard-earned money, we want to nudge you to that Patreon because we want to be able to give you shit back. <laughs> Some cool shit there too. You know, yeah, we've got our monthly hangouts for the the first tier, the second tier. We've got our uh, postmortem series. Getting a lot of good feedback on those too. Oh yeah, people are loving them. People love those postmortems. I did not expect that this was going to go that well. I'm like, I was like, okay, this is a cool idea, but holy hell! Thanks guys for the feedback on these because we're, we're just going to keep going with it. Oh yeah, and we're we're not stopping anytime soon. You know, people yeah, people get a lot of use out of them. Yeah. You know, they're getting story ideas, they're getting ideas on. On the mindset of a player, through your guys' reactions to stuff, you know. Yeah, one of our one of our patrons told me the other day, he's like, I have to find a way to steal all of this without just ripping you off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I got a good laugh out of that, you know. But hey, he paid, he, he donated on Patreon, he got the idea. That that is he has that story hook now, so go for it. Why not? I mean, it's see how, how, see how it goes differently. Fuck it, run it. Run exactly it, exactly, yeah. That's yeah. exactly where we're going with it. See how it goes for you, and hell, we're even flattered that you want to use the ideas. Hell yeah. You know? and, then, uh, then, and then the third tier. Yes, of course, the third tier is uh, the NPC of the Month Club, which is where we go into my own character Bible, and I give you uh, one of those NPCs once a month. And here's the thing about that, too, is you know I've always talked about revising your shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there have been a lot of different versions of those NPCs over the years. So while on the surface this sounds like a cut and paste job off a Word no. file, no, it's not. Is I go through these versions and I give you kind of the ultimate version of that character. The best of the best. Yep. So I'm rewriting these entries every month for you. I could just copy and paste. That's, that's not what I want to do. I want to give it the, the best possible version. And that includes potential, you know, pointing directions and places that the characters could go because they have gone before. You know, background information. Oh yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all the stuff you need to play that character minus the stats because I mean it's the least important part, but also I don't know when you're going to set it. Right. It's your story, so you make the stats for them. Exactly. You know, you want to use the self help sisters. Great. Maybe you're using the self help sisters when they're in their forties. Maybe when they're in their twenties. That's not up to me. That's up to you. And you know, you make the stats to reflect that. I, I can't. I can't tell you that. That's what's neat about that one, though. I really like that you can really take those NPCs and utilize them any which way you want. Yep, because you can play them. Yeah. I'd be curious. If anyone 
any of the uh, the top tier patrons are using those characters and they're playing those characters, I'm curious on how you're how you're going about it differently than Porter would. I think you should be curious about that, my own. Yeah. I know a couple of the guys have used them to inspire them to make their own. Okay. But I'm wondering how many are like, I'm going to use Roy. Roy's a great guy. I want to use him in my cane. Yeah. Great yeah. is awesome. Great is awesome. Yes. Best kinfolk we know. That's the best human I've ever written. That is better than six people I know. But hey, um, I believe that's about time for us. So um, on behalf of everyone here at Summer Rain Studios, we want to say thank you for tuning in. Be sure to join us next time. Keep on howling with us. Take it easy. <laughs>